Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to The Best Bits, a podcast that is dedicated to helping you grow through the worst bits to get to the best. I'm your host and resident hypnotherapist, Lily, and my passion is to help women overcome whatever is holding them back. So let's get into it. I'd like to recognize the traditional owners of the land in which I am recording this podcast on today and to extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode. It is our first big juicy episode of 2024. And I am so excited. I hope you enjoyed the little bonus episodes over the break. I thought I would have a little bit of a break, but I would keep just dribbling out a couple of episodes just to keep that consistency and honestly to give you something to listen to over the break. So many podcasts stop over that time and my podcast library is just nothing. So I thought I'd give you just a little bit over the break and I really do hope you had a beautiful Christmas and New Year and that you got to actually have a bit of a bit of a break and and chill out for a bit. Uh, If you didn't, have that great of a time because I know this time of year can be like oh just not appealing you know to some people depending on family relationships where you're at loss of loved ones everything I know it can be um a really shitty time for some people so if that's you I'm just sending you all my love and know that I'm always here uh for a chat if if you ever need But yeah, I am super excited to keep this podcast going this year and I've got some just really fun ideas for this year and some guests that I really, really want to chat to. But I also love just doing these episodes by myself where I can just chat to you guys about something that I'm passionate about or something that you've sent in or just honestly something that I think you guys might find useful and 
that's what I aim to do with every episode is just give you something useful. If that's like all I can do with this podcast, then I would be stoked if you just took like one useful thing away from every episode. Um, even if it is just to relate to me when I'm, (laughs) when I'm going through my life and making, you know, mistakes and everything like that, if I can give a bit of relatability, I think that's also really important. Um, but let's kick it off with my best, my worst, and my quote for the week. So I want to start with my quote because a client actually just said this to me in a session right before I clicked record on this episode. And she said she heard this Italian saying that really resonated with her. And She said that in English, what this Italian saying means, which I'm not going to say because I would absolutely butcher it, uh, it means to love your fate, which she said is kind of like a romantic way of saying it is what it is. And I love that idea of loving your fate because you can either choose to love and embrace where you're at, what your life is right now, where you've been, where you're going, or you can choose to deny it and you can choose to fight against it and whatever it is, you know, have real negativity towards it, or you can choose to embrace and love your fate. And I think that's a really beautiful thing. I don't think it means accepting or settling. I think it just means allowing yourself to grow and evolve, but evolve but love the process so yeah I thought that was really really beautiful my clients always give me little pockets of wisdom like that like I learned so much from my clients are they I always say this but they're just the coolest I just attract the coolest clients um so yeah that's my quote my best of the week is I this is kind of um maybe a bit superficial and consumerist but (laughs) I actually treated myself to a little facial yesterday and not just like a you know relaxing facial like a heavy duty facial with like technology so it was called a hydrofacial I'm not sure if you guys have ever had one but basically it's just like a deep clean of your skin they do like extractions and they pump all these heavy serums into your skin. And, oh, it was just amazing. It felt just like I was taking care of myself. It felt like a very adult thing to do. Go get a facial, take care of my skin. Because one thing that I am noticing as I get older, which obviously... I'm noticing that I'm getting older. (laughs) I have some fine lines. I have pigmentation. I have all the things that you get as you get older, which is a privilege to get older. Like I'm, I'm not mad about it, but it's things that I'm noticing. And for a long time, I didn't wear sunscreen, which is the stupidest thing that you can do for years. I, it's not that I was actively not doing it. I just, I don't think I, it wasn't in my sphere of, oh, you put, you put sunscreen on your face every single day. Like it just didn't even occur to me. So it's only in the last couple of years that I've done that. And 
I've been outside a lot of my life. Um, so yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm showing signs of that, which is super, super normal, but I just wanted to take care of my skin. So it was really nice. And yeah, I highly recommend it was so, so fun. Um, and then my worst of the week, I've actually had a really great week, but I think the worst at the moment, which is not something I usually am super troubled by, but it's, I'm like finding that I am on my phone so much at the moment. And so, you know, for context with my work, I'm on Zoom basically all day because all my sessions are on Zoom, which is amazing. I'm obsessed with Zoom because it means I can reach people everywhere. Um, But then I'm finding that I'm scrolling on my phone, whether it's on TikTok or Instagram or whatever, and I can feel it in my body in terms of I can feel my eyes start to get really tired and I actually get a bit anxious, um, which is funny because this is what we're really going to be talking about in this episode is anxiety. But it makes me, yeah, feel a little bit anxious being too much on a screen. It, yeah, it makes my eyes tired and I can even feel it right now. It's like a heaviness within me. And I think usually I have a pretty good balance, which is probably why it's like such a shock to the system is it feels really yucky. And I think it's just something that if you don't nip it in the bud, you just get used to it. And then your body gets used to that feeling. And we don't know how much better it feels when we are not on screens all the time. So I think that's my worst and something that I'm really actually wanting to deal with because I hate the feeling. And I also notice that when I'm on my phone too much, my memory gets really bad because I'll try and recall something, but because there's so much content coming at me all the time, and because I speak to so many people in a day, I always forget oh, what was that? What am I trying to recall here? Who said that? Is it, was it a TV show? Was it on TikTok, Instagram? Was it a client? Was it this? Was it that? And it's just, I think it's just an overload of content and information. It just makes me a little bit exhausted. So I'm sure you can relate to that in, in that sense, because I think it's something that we all struggle with because it's impossible to, completely well it feels impossible to completely get away from screens and social media and everything I think it's just finding that little bit of a balance which I'm gonna try and figure out um so yeah that's my worst I would love for you to send in your bests and worsts and your quotes because I'm always looking for new quotes I love quotes and things to just have screenshotted in my phone just to remind myself. That's funny. Screenshot in my phone and I'm wanting to get off phones. <laughs> but yeah, send me in all of uh, your best, your worst and your quotes because yeah, I love hearing from you guys. Uh, but let's get into today's episode. So today I want to talk about anxiety and how to ditch anxiety in 2024. Now, I know that that might seem a little bit too good to be true, ditching anxiety in 2024, but I know for a fact that it can be done. It just takes that bit of work. So after this 
episode, you are not going to be free of anxiety, but you are going to have my ultimate tips to do that. And I see this every single day with my clients. If you follow me on social media, you will see the people that message me all the time saying how they have completely eliminated anxiety from their life. They no longer feel it. And they're all clients of mine. So I feel so, so confident in the fact that you do not have to be living with anxiety. So even if you've experienced it for a really long time, I know for a fact that you can overcome it. Depending on the situation, it's going to take a little bit longer, a little bit more work for some people. But if you really commit to it, there is so much incredible progress that can be made. So my first tip, and this is one that I think kind of transforms the way that you look at anxiety and the way that you feel about it. So my first tip is don't make anxiety the enemy because it is not the enemy. Anxiety is like the one thing (laughs) that is constantly trying to protect you. That is its sole purpose. That is its only job is to try and protect you so that you survive, right? It's an evolutionary mechanism within us that we needed back in the day to protect ourselves from predators. We all know this. And it is that same mechanism that exists within our life today that is solely trying to protect us. So as much as it feels like the enemy, it's not. It's like your protector. It's just not protecting you in the best way. It's like a puppy that really is trying to do its best and it's it's really, really trying, but it just needs to be trained and it needs to understand what is a threat and what's not a threat. And so often in our everyday life, we have trained our brains to think of threats as uni deadlines, as work deadlines, as people's opinions and thoughts and what our bodies look like and what so-and-so over there is thinking and whether or not that person's going to leave us. We think of them genuinely as predators. So my biggest tip is recognizing that anxiety is not the enemy. It's your friend. It's your protector. Or at least it's trying to be. (laughs) Uh, And I think just thinking about it in that way just makes you feel a little bit softer towards the anxiety. It makes you... um, I guess have a little bit of compassion for that part of you because it's really, really easy to look at this thing that's causing you so much distress and and so much physical discomfort and think, well, that's that's a negative thing. Therefore, it is the enemy that therefore I'm going to hate it. And I think this just transforms and flips that on its head a little bit. And I have found and many of my clients have found that that is really, really helpful. So my second tip is to recognize that anxiety isn't the problem, it's the symptom. So doing things like breathing exercises and 
management things like that are great, but I don't believe that's how you actually overcome anxiety completely. They're management tools, but in order to actually truly overcome anxiety, you need to fully get to the bottom of it and figure out what is fueling it, what is causing this. And that is going to be different for every single person. There are some, of course, similar themes when it comes to anxiety, things like the unknown and uh, wanting a sense of control. There's similar themes, but the cause for every person is different. So it's figuring out what is causing this anxiety for you? What is fueling the anxiety fire? Now, I'm going to blatantly plug myself because, (laughs) you know, I, I deal with clients every single day with anxiety and I know just how effective what I do is for overcoming this. So, of course, you are welcome always. I would love it for you to reach out for me, but I'll give you some other options too. So I know it sounds cliche and all of these probably will, but journaling and not just journaling in a way that is, um, you know, dear diary, I did this today, blah, 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 blah. It's writing down specifically what this anxiety feels like. So actually what it feels like in your body, what those sensations feel like, what they remind you of, really, really getting in touch with what that anxiety actually feels like, how it presents itself in your life, because then you can recognize it, right? And then I want you to think about and write down, sorry, what triggered this anxiety? So, You've just had a, had a spell of anxiety. What triggered it? What came right before? What were you doing? Because sometimes it can just simply be, for example, having a chill day lying on the couch and this anxiety comes and it comes out of nowhere. And it- This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's like, well, I was just lying on the couch. How could this have happened? And maybe then you dissect it a little bit and you realize, well, I'm, I'm feeling all this stress from work and I'm feeling all this, um, pressure. And here I am just sitting on the couch and I'm thinking I could be doing all these other things. And 
this is all going on in the background and it causes that anxiety and it comes up and it's just kind of spurts out. Whereas how would we have known that if we hadn't have investigated because all you're doing is sitting on the couch. So it's really, really important to figure out, okay, what caused this? What is the trigger? And then writing down when you began to feel anxious, and I don't mean right before this spell of anxiety. I mean, when is the first time you remember feeling anxious? Were you a kid? What was going on there? Were you at school? Did someone say something? Do you remember feeling it when you were in that relationship, when you were in this certain dynamic? Like, when do you actually remember the first time feeling it? And this might be a hard one because it might be years and years and years ago, but just think of the first time you remember feeling it. Just to begin to understand what might be causing this anxiety because it begins once and then it gets reinforced. So we need to be peeling back those layers and peeling back those blocks and understanding what is at the bottom of this. What is the foundation for all of this? So just really journaling about it and the more and more awareness that you have when it comes to this, the better, because you're going to be able to recognize the patterns, the symptoms, you're going to be able to recognize what's going on. So in that couch example, for instance, say that happens again, you're going to be able to be like, oh yeah, last time I had this anxiety, I was doing this same thing and it was about this. So I know that that's, that's the problem. I can, I can address that. I can go do that work another time. I need to give myself this time to chill out. Everything's okay. I'm safe. And you can talk yourself through it in a much more measured way and in a way that actually calms down that anxiety and, and reasons with it. Now, that is a, another one of my tips is to actually speak to that anxiety. Speak to it like it is that, that, that puppy, that, that little puppy, that kid, that whatever that needs training, that needs reassurance, that needs to be told, hey, it's safe. It's safe. You're okay. Everything's okay. Actually speak to it. You can even like feel where it is in your body. You know, a lot of people say that it's in their chest. So put your hands on your chest. Feel it. Have a couple breaths speak to it. You might even notice that it speaks back and that sounds really woo-woo, but it's really not. It's just your subconscious mind speaking back to you of maybe it's concerns, what it's worried about. And then you just speak to it and you remind yourself, I'm safe. Everything's okay. So just getting in touch with it. And that's another part of not making it the enemy. You know, it's your friend. It's okay. You can speak to it. Um, and then realizing that when it comes to anxiety, anxiety causes us to come to a lot of conclusions. So for instance, you're in a relationship, anxiety is coming up about so-and-so leaving you, or you're in a conversation, that person doesn't like me. They're thinking this about me. We come to all of these conclusions and we actually rarely take the time to ask ourselves, is this true? 
is this conclusion that I'm coming to actually true? When did I begin to believe this? When did I begin to tell myself this and why? And I can basically assure you that these conclusions that you are coming to are not true and they're based on stories that you've told yourself for a very long time and that you just haven't questioned. And that's a really, really important part is actually questioning these conclusions that you've come to. And it's so funny whenever I ask clients, you know, when did you, when did you begin to tell yourself that? They'd be like, oh, you, you know, when I was in primary school. Okay. Would you let a primary school kid run your life, run your belief systems, make decisions for you? Probably not. So it's time to question that. So that's a really, really important one. And you might want to journal with that too. Write down the beliefs and then ask yourself, is this true? Now, the next one is really cliche. So I'm sorry. I am sorry in advance (laughs) for this super, super cliche tip. And I bet you can almost just imagine what I'm going to say. It starts with an M. It's meditate. I know. I know. It's really cliche, but I kind of think the cliches are cliche because they're true and because they typically work. Uh, I know you're probably thinking, I can't meditate. I can't do it. I've tried. I can't do it. And I think the reason that you say that is because maybe you don't actually know what meditation really is. And That's fair because there is so many misrepresentations out there of what meditation is and just this idea that it's this thing that you just have to eliminate thoughts completely. You have to have this completely clear, still mind, nothing to be going on and you just breathe and and that's the goal and if you can't get there, then you can't meditate. It's bullshit. It's just bullshit. Meditation is a about the thoughts. Meditation is sitting there or whatever you're doing. If you want to stand, lie down, walk, whatever it is. It's about breathing while you're doing that. Thoughts coming in because they always will. They consistently will always come in. Simply not judging that thought, saying, not saying, oh, that's a bad thought. That's a good thought. That's a whatever thought. It's, that's a thought. And returning your attention back to what you're doing, breathing, walking, whatever it is. And then the cycle continues. Another thought will come in. You don't judge it. You bring your attention back to your breath. And it's simply the process of bringing your attention back to your breath and not placing the judgment on the thought that all of those incredible benefits from meditation can actually come. So I know you don't think that you can meditate, but I can tell you 100% meditation, it, cliche again, changed my life. It really did. Because I began meditation and hypnotherapy at the same time. And my meditation helped me to be able to unlock things in hypnotherapy that I probably wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. So it is going to be one of the things that truly helps you ditch anxiety in 2024. It's just a commitment is the thing. And that's the annoying thing is that you have to commit to it. 
you don't need to be doing an hour every day. You don't need to be doing half an hour every day. 10 minutes, but start with five. The, the most important thing about meditation is consistency. So even if that means 30 seconds a day, that's what you do. It's every day, no matter what, and no matter what can be 30 seconds. It's just building that habit and that consistency that over time is really going to help you. And you may also not notice the effects for a couple of weeks, which in our society, we want instant gratification. So that's kind of annoying, right? But in the long term, the rewards of it are just amazing. They really, really are. I can't, I can't recommend it enough. If you take one thing from all of this, take meditation away from it. Okay, now I'll get off the cliches. I'm sorry, I had to mention it. (laughs) It's a cliche for a reason. It's bloody good. Now, my next tip is I want you to remind yourself of your capabilities. I think so often with anxiety, we get so worried about the unknown and things that could go wrong. And I think while we're doing this, we're telling ourselves that we're not capable of dealing with the unknown. We're not capable of dealing with something if it did go wrong. And actually, you can handle whatever comes your way because thus far you have handled everything that has come your way. And you are incredibly, incredibly capable. So when you look at it like that and think about it like that, the unknown can't be that scary if you can handle it. And if you tell yourself and remind yourself consistently, you're incredibly capable. That whatever comes your way, you've got it. You can handle it. And if you can't, you can ask for help. So everything is figure outable. And whatever comes your way, you've got this. So anxiety is, you know, a lot of worst case scenarios. But even that, even if that happened, you've got this. You can handle it. It's okay. And if not, you can ask for help. So it kind of just simplifies it a little bit. And it's important to remind yourself of, of, of what you have achieved and how far you have come and what you've been able to do in your life. You know, even if it's just simple things, like just little things that build up your self-esteem and your capabilities, that's going to really help you because then your mind knows like, She's dealt with a lot. So she's got this. She's, she can handle this. I trust her. She's the protector. Um, but yeah, you're incredibly capable. Uh, and then sort of just like going on from that is voicing your concerns. I know the other day I got myself in such a tears and I was just thinking about this thing over and over. And I called my mum. I spoke to her about it. She, we literally just spoke about it. She validated how I was feeling. She understood what I was saying. She like relieved any of my concerns. Um, We laughed about it. We made jokes. And she just then, like I just then, sorry, just felt so much better. I got off the phone and I was like, oh my gosh, what was I even worried about? What was I, what was I in such a tears about? So voicing your concerns with someone that you trust that's going to provide you with that empathy and understanding is huge because we can just get so in our heads and build and build and build this tiny thing up 
And then when we speak to someone, it just kind of falls away. So that's super, super important. Uh, And then my last two. So another cliche, sorry, move your body. Um, And, you know, I don't say exercise because I think that has like to some people quite negative connotations of, you know, the health industry kind of sucks. So that, Um, but moving your body, going for a walk, doing some yoga, whatever it is that feels good for you. That's the important bit. It's not really going to work if you hate it. Um, but doing things that work for you and feel good, move your body, get those endorphins, get that blood flow, get everything moving. It's going to alleviate it. And again, same with meditation, it's consistency. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not inventing the wheel here. You know, this, it's another one of those ones that like, sometimes we don't want to do, but this is just like your encouragement and your extra motivation to do it because you always feel better. Uh, and then my last one is remind yourself of your worth. I think particularly with this, I'm, I'm more speaking to like relationship anxiety and social anxiety. So often in these scenarios, we can really fall on, well, you know, what's their opinion of me? Are they going to leave me? And I, am I going to lose them? Um, we can think all of these really, really negative things thoughts about ourselves and I just want you to remind yourself that you are so worthy you really really are you in and of yourself always have been and always will be worthy whether or not so and so thinks whatever whether or not so and so leaves or or whatever all these worst case scenarios that go through your head you are still worthy So regardless, you're worthy. Regardless, you are good enough. You are always good enough. And I want you to remind yourself of that a lot because it's true, but it's the biggest thing that we as human beings forget. We think we're not good enough. We're not good enough for that, for that person, whatever. And it's never true. It's it's never true. So consistently reminding yourself of that is super super important if we all felt good enough so many mental health issues would not exist but we live in a society that's not super conducive to that so you have to be responsible for reminding yourself of that unfortunately (laughs) um but yeah they are all of my tips for ditching anxiety in 2024 i know that something like anxiety can feel like there is just no way out, but there is, there really, really is. And you've got this. So utilize these tips. If you need or want to reach out for me to me for help, I would absolutely love that and would be honored to help you. So please do that. I will put my Uh, link in the show notes just to book in a free discovery call with me. It's just 20 minutes. We chat about what's going on for you. And um, I tell you a bit about, you know, what I do and how I can help and you decide from there. Um, But yeah, I'd absolutely love to help you. But if not, utilize these tips and you will feel an improvement and you will make really great progress in honestly ditching anxiety in 2024 because, ugh, it's exhausting. Who has time for it? 
let's deal with it and just start living your life to your full potential because it is so freaking possible. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I have loved talking about this. I'm sure you can hear in my voice. I'm incredibly passionate about it. Um, But yeah, I hope you have a beautiful week and I will see you next Tuesday for your cheeky reminder episode. Um, I'll see you then. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.